Hey guys, uh, my name is Sam. I'm the head coach at Etho Strength in Adelaide. So this is actually going to be uh, one of the first uh, video um, video entries that we do. I'm going to be trying to make a few more of these just so that we can uh, interact with you guys a little more, get some more information out there, and, and really just you know try to make um, not only the fitness industry but certainly powerlifting uh, as accessible and uh, more open to discussion uh, with people as we possibly can. So what we're gonna be looking at today is three things that I think are critically holding people back. And the reason why I built this list out, wrote a blog entry about it as well, you know, wrote an article about this, is we typically work with people that haven't really power lifted before, that don't really have a lot of experience in the sport. Um, a lot of the people that we actually work with are coming uh, to us with next and no experience. That's fine. You know, I really enjoy doing that. Um, uh, our other coach, you know, our assistant coach, Denise, she loves doing that as well. She primarily works with a lot of beginners. It's, it's fine. It's a sport for everybody. But what we want to make sure that when we're coming into a sport like powerlifting, which I, I can't stress it enough, really is a long-term investment in yourself, in, in your health, uh, in your strength, if you're doing it right, is that you really have to think about the the mental aspect of, of what you're doing. And I think a lot of the time when we're coaching people through powerlifting, we see you know a lot of people tend to fall off um, after a few months. Uh, and, and this is probably true of strength training in general. I shouldn't just pigeonhole it to powerlifting. And it typically comes down to these three things that I'm going to be talking about today. And I want to take them apart. I want to give people an opportunity to uh, discuss them, to take a deeper look at them if, if necessary. And really, you know, let's, let's start generating some discussion around this because I think it's important to actually talk about it, uh, not only as a coach myself, uh, but so that other people can understand that although you may be experiencing this and these are things that you need to overcome, it's also normal for you to experience these things. Uh, we just don't want you giving in to them, okay? So... Uh, this this list of three things that is holding you back is going to kick off uh, with number one here. You are trying to make yourself progress at an imaginary rate. You're trying to make yourself progress at a rate that doesn't actually correlate to reality. And what I mean by that, it's heavily influenced by social media, uh, certainly, that we tend to really only see the before afters, like nobody's interested in a during, right? And uh, anybody that um, wants to sort of make a hard decision on something really just wants to look at, okay, what did this person look like before? And what do they now look like? Um, forgetting about, you know, the, the actual sheer amount of work that can often go into transformations like that. And, you know, that certainly applies to powerlifting. We, we look at people's highlight reels all the time that's all that's ever being posted to instagram I, I very rarely see people sort of posting their more banal parts of their training or, or the things that are less interesting it's all highlights and you know it, it doesn't really paint a, a natural or realistic picture of what it is to be lifting is you know i've been lifting for 13 years and i can certainly remember a lot of my highlights I don't remember much of my banal training except for the fact that I just did it, right? I, I just knew that I had to do this stuff and it, it's fine. And so you, this starts to make people think that they should be progressing at this like 
incredibly rapid rate that if you're not always putting up these massive PRs week to week, then you must be doing something wrong. When in reality, we're not seeing all the work that goes into creating those PRs in the first place. And so you start to place this immense uh, weight of expectation on yourself that, you know, oh, why am I not uh, progressing more? Why am I, you know, um, spinning my wheels? Oh, it's just pointless now. Like, you know, I, I suck or, you know, maybe it's just like, uh, you know, my, my coach isn't very good because I'm not hitting PRs every week. You know, something's just not right. When in reality, like that's just strength training, man. Like that's, that's just the strength game is that you're probably not going to hit PRs every week. Um, I saw a, a really great post actually the other day from um, uh, a guy named uh, Tom Clark Fitness on Instagram. Tom, if you happen to see this, uh, you, you make some good posts, man. So he said that, uh, you know, your top set is your investment in what you perform or how you perform next week and your back off work is how you perform next year. And I really love that. And I think we like really um, resonate deeply with that at Ethos Strength, especially, you know, it's not about what you're pushing uh, today or tomorrow or next week. It's actually what you're going to be pushing 12 months from now because you'll be an infinitely better lifter 12 months from now if you just keep showing up and you just keep pushing your training. Like if you're just trying to push that little bit more, 1%, just do something that moves the dial every week, then you'll be fine, right? But if you put this weight of expectation on yourself that you always have to be hitting uh, dingers and home runs every single time you, you step up to the plate, you're never going to be able to live up to that. It's just, it, it has no bearing on reality. It's just not going to happen. So in terms of the science that this applies to as well, you know, I'm, I'm talking largely about strength, which, which can actually be a little bit abstract, but even if we're looking at the, the rates of muscle gain, right? Like when you're newer, you're going to gain a lot more muscle uh, with probably less effort. I'm not saying you don't have to put in any effort, but certainly the amount of effort that, you know, myself, like someone like me that's been training for a really long time has to put in uh, compared to someone that's just started training in order to gain the same amount of muscle is going to be completely different. I have to put in so much more work because my my potential and my sort of sensitivity to that stimulus is a lot lower. I think as an intermediate lifter, you can be looking at gaining something like point two, five uh, pounds of muscle per every few months. Um, whereas, you know, as a newer lifter, you could probably gain a pound a month. And it, it, it's just, it's crazy. And obviously saying like, go, you know, double check those numbers, but uh, it's something similar to that. Don't quote me exactly on that, but it is something very similar. So yeah, even then it's like, you know, why aren't I, Dick skin, uh, dick skin lean, lean straight away. Why aren't I, you know, absolutely shredded? Why aren't I absolutely just, you know, full to the brim with muscle? It's like, well, it takes time. And the longer you spend on it, the harder you have to work. So the longer you continue to try to pursue this goal, the smaller your, your sort of window of potential actually gets. And so your work rate, and the amount of focus and the amount of energy that you have to put in to actually overcome that those sort of limiting factors has to increase incrementally. And I think most people tend to think that as they put more work into something that their effort should decrease, but that's not how strength works, right? Like strength, strength is only measured in your ability to overcome challenge. And so as the challenge increases, i.e. the weight on the bar, 
the amount of effort that you must summon must also increase, right? It, it also must increase in relation to that challenge that you're experiencing. And so that leads us to point number two. You're too outcome focused. So we're too focused on why isn't this bar getting heavier? Uh, and look, honestly, if, if, if the bar isn't ever getting heavier, you're probably doing something wrong, right? You, you are probably very likely doing something wrong with your training. But, you know, I, I have to hit this squat. I have to hit this deadlift. And if I don't, I quit. If I can't do all three lifts, I quit. And I've heard that from people. I've heard people say, you know, I hurt my back um, or I hurt my elbow. And if I can't bench, squat and deadlift, then I quit and I'm done. And it's like, that's lame, right? That's, that's, re that's really lame. Because if you think uh, even for a second that you're going to be able to go your entire lifting career without getting hurt, then I have something uh, called statistics for you, which is going to completely upend that. Uh, and that is that we as powerlifters are typically looking at four injuries per thousand repetitions, which is uh, relatively high. It's higher than other sports like soccer and netball. Uh, it's only superseded by things like uh, strongman and maybe a couple of other sports that I, I, you know, I can't bring to mind right now, but we have a pretty high injury rate. Exactly why, I don't know. I think it's just really because our sport is obsessed with pushing like super maximal load and, and the, you know, we really do determine a lot of our success as lifters by how well we can push that one RM up. It's, it's a pretty narrow sort of um, field of success, but, you know, it's, it's the sport and that's what we do. So we become like obsessed with, with outcome, right? Like if I'm not achieving this, then I suck. And the thing is, is like that number can't get bigger all the time, all year round. It will, it will get bigger, especially if you're training correctly. If you've, if you've got a good coach in your corner, it'll happen. But you can't expect it to just like grow exponentially all the time. It just cannot happen. It's it, it, like the, the world that we live in just doesn't work that way. So when we start to look at training and we talk about progress, it's really important that we don't just look at progress as being like where I am right now, but rather the distance between where you started and where you are right now. That's progress, right? Like I've moved this many miles from my starting point, so I must have made progress. So even if it feels as though you haven't moved at all, the fact that you have moved, you like objectively you have moved, you have put distance in between where you started and where you are now is progress. And I, I said it to someone earlier today, it's not the outcome that determines your growth, it's action that determines your growth. The, the outcome itself is just a product of the behaviors that you need to sort of develop and refine along the way, but it's only through action that we can start to grow into better lifters uh, and, and quite honestly, like better people that we, we can start to increase our capacity to deal with challenge and the things that are in front of us. And so that brings me to point number three. Most people are afraid to lose. Most people would rather tell you that a goal isn't worth attaining rather than put in the effort, the years of effort themselves, uh, 
go to a competition and then potentially lose. They would actually rather tell you that what you're trying to do is dumb or silly or that it's not actually what you wanted in your heart of hearts. But in reality, most of those people are just simply afraid to lose. And there's a lot of this that gets around on social media now where people will tell you that oh, it's not actually what you wanted. What you want is this this thing that I'm telling you that you want. It's the thing that you wanted isn't actually that. And we know in thousands of years of human history, we've always had some element of competition. What I think is great now in modern society is that so many more people have access to a degree of competition. The issue is that more people now are faced with challenge but the great thing about weightlifting and powerlifting is that that challenge is completely controlled there's nothing dangerous about it but uh it might you know check your ego a little bit it might sting a couple of times for you to realize that um you know maybe you've got some work to do maybe uh you know you you aren't as good as you think you are but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing it's only through my losses through my competition uh, you know, missing lifts in competition that I've actually felt like, okay, we need to make this change in order to overcome this obstacle. Uh, we need to go and adjust this. We need to try something else and we need to be doing, you know, something different. And it's only through those experiences that we can come to uh, start to better our performance. And again, like better who we are as people. If you live this life devoid of challenge and you're constantly just sort of navel gazing, then I, I don't really know what to tell you right like a lot of our growth and we, we all pursue growth in some degree because it, again it allows us to to grow into better people better humans but a lot of our growth has to be achieved through the pursuit of external goals it can't just be both the goal and the journey right like we we can't just sort of say oh no everything i need is is right here i don't need to step outside of that i just need to keep looking in it's just simply not true. It's too limited a, a picture of what's really going on and, and what our capacity uh, really is as, as human beings. It can't just be internal, right? Like what we do, is it must give us this capacity to like push past boundaries and actually challenge our physical selves as well as our mental selves. And it's often through that challenging of our physical selves that we come to develop a better understanding of who we are mentally and what we really are capable of because it's measured against something objective, tied to reality, often physical, tangible, right? That's when we can really know who we are and, and if what we're doing is working is when we can apply it in the real world setting and have other people sort of see it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but people are so afraid of it People are so afraid of the idea that they might lose that they talk themselves out of the things that they actually want. But in reality, yes, you might lose, okay? Or you might show up and you'll just get beaten by someone that's better than you on the day. But that doesn't mean it's not worth pursuing, right? It just means that you might lose and that's okay because you'll live to fight another day. And ultimately as well, that's what powerlifting should be giving you is that idea that I'm okay. I, I've found something incredibly challenging. I pushed to the absolute limit of, of what I thought previously were my limits and I actually came out of it okay. Whether or not I got the bar up or not, I was fine. I, I didn't break. I'm okay. And I think as soon as you have that moment of realization of, of just how, um, how much you are not fragile at all, 
that's a truly perfect moment. And the reason why I powerlift uh, at all, the reason why I do powerlifting at all is for that, is to be able to push my limits as much as I can and to be able to give that to other people. So those are our three uh, things. There are three ideas that I think are really holding back most new lifters. So give it a listen, guys. Give it a look. We've got this up on our blog. Uh, if anybody has any questions, throw them in the comments below. I'm always happy to talk and chat. I hope you enjoyed uh, the first video installment here. Hopefully we'll uh, be getting a few more. If you have any topics that you want to hear as well, please feel free to put them in the comments below and I will talk to everyone soon. Cheers.